It's time for the Tom Sumner Program. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show with music, comedy and special guest interviews every Monday through Friday. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Our theme music is Fruit of the Louvre, provided by Flick composer-producer Howard Eddy. Stay tuned, because it's on now. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. The Tom Sumner Program. Have you lost your job and your health care coverage due to COVID-19? You're not alone, and Genesee Health Plan can help. I called, and they provided health care enrollment over the phone with Medicaid, HealthCare.gov, and Genesee Health Plan. They made sure I had access to doctor visits, my prescriptions, and more. Getting health care coverage can be confusing. You don't have to do it alone. Get help with GHP. Call 844-232-7740 or go to GeneseeHealthPlan.org. We're in this together, and together we'll get through it. Journey to a COVID-19 vaccine vaccine began decades ago with research on earlier coronaviruses. Scientists built on that with months more of research and development, worldwide cooperation, and clinical trials on tens of thousands of diverse volunteers. Finally, they arrived at a safe, effective vaccine. The next step on the journey is yours. Discover the facts at michigan.gov slash COVID vaccine. A message from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Hi, I'm U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow, and I'm listening to the Tom Sumner Show. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Tom Sumner. We've got a great one in store today. We have uh, a couple of really uh, interesting authors we're going to talk to. Coming up in the third half of our three-hour tour, we'll be talking with uh, um, Dr. Harley Rotbart. I believe that's how you say it. Uh, he is the author of a new book called No Regrets Living that promises turning back the clock um, may be more possible than we think. And uh, speaking of turning back the clock, in the uh, second hour of our three-hour tour, a uh, feel-good sci-fi sequel combines factual history with a fun romp across the USA in a book by Dr. Kevin Hsu called Bad Love Tigers, and he'll be joining us uh, by phone coming up. But first, we're going to talk about something a little closer to home, and that is uh, the annual uh, essay... Oh, how do I how do I put this? It's a... Uh, Health Heritage Essay and Scholarship Contest. It's an annual event uh, put on by Genesee Health Plan and uh, with uh, help and uh, support from um, Soviet Credit Union. And here to talk about that, um, joining me by phone, we have E. Yvonne Lewis, Director of Outreach for Genesee Health Plan. Um, hi, Yvonne. Welcome to the show. I'll try that again. I turned up the wrong channel. Hi, Yvonne. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Tom. Can you hear me? I can. I, I, I couldn't for a minute. I had the wrong thing turned up. And uh, also with us by phone is uh, Jen Shu, Marketing Director for Savita Credit Union. Jen, welcome to the show to you as well. Good morning, Tom and Yvonne. How are you this morning? I'm well. Good to talk to you again, Jen. You too, Yvonne. 
Now, the the event, we've talked about the, the event before on this show. I think you were with me last year, um, maybe in person in those days. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually. just barely pre, uh, pre-COVID. In fact, how did, how did the pandemic um, impact last year's event? Well, well, Jim, we we did we had actually last year we had more submissions than we've ever had. Really? <laughs> uh, for, That's yeah, fun. For, for the contest, it was really good. We were able to reach out to across Genesee County to get students involved. We had some really extraordinary teachers who rallied their classes and talked to them about the essay contest opportunity, and and so it really turned out to be a great year. Uh, this year, we're just looking for more submissions. And how exactly does uh, does it work? Who who is it for? Who can who can participate? And and how do they how do they get involved? Yeah, thanks for asking that. Uh, uh, so so Tom, what we do every year is we open this essay contest up to students who are in elementary school. Particularly this year, we're looking at fifth and sixth graders all the way through seniors in high school. And so there are two components to it. It's the basic essay contest, which really got its roots, looking at uh, African-American health disparities many years ago and wanting to make sure that children were talking to their adult family members about their overall health conditions to see if there was something that the young people could learn that would help them change their behavior and even encourage the parents to do something differently so we could improve health outcomes. So in the last few years, working in partnership with the Genesee Health Plan, we opened it up to all students in Genesee County, where it was originally just Flint schools. It's all students in Genesee County, and even some of our charter schools and private schools are involved. So what they can do is, is uh, information will be made available to the schools as well as to the, to, to the families. Now in the midst of pandemic, we're going to do mailings to, to the homes with the information uh, but they can write the essay and submit the essay directly online for uh, review. Fifth, sixth grade through high school for the scholar for the essay contest, and then we added four years ago a scholarship contest, which provides an opportunity for seniors who have an interest in a healthcare career to write an essay, and then they would get a fifteen hundred dollars scholarship to to go to the school of their their choice. And there are two of those scholarships available this year. And and uh, thanks, Yvonne. And Jen, how did Sovita Credit Union get involved in this project? Yeah, that's a great question. So last year um, was our first year being a sponsor of this uh, wonderful contest. And we were approached by Genesee Health Plan and the team there about possibly partnering for this program. And you know, at Savita Credit Union, we exclusively serve those who are employed in the fields of education and healthcare. And so we work really closely with our education and healthcare partners throughout um, Genesee County. And we've worked with Genesee Health Plan on a number of initiatives before. And this just seemed like a really great fit for not only the credit union, but a way to help GHP kind of um, put this out in the community and provide a sponsorship for such an amazing contest and scholarship program. So for us, it's a real, it's really exciting to be back for a second year and to work with Yvonne and Shannon and the team and Sharika and everybody to um, see this contest come to fruition. 
Jen, I have to ask because most credit unions, uh, have, in their name, there's it's some amalgamation of who they serve. But where does the the, the name Sovita come from? So the name Sovita, um, we so history. Um, you know, in 1934, we opened as Flint Teachers Credit Union. Uh, okay. serving only the teachers of the Flint Community Schools. Uh, in the At the end of the 70s, we changed the name to Flint Area School Employees Credit Union, serving educational employees throughout Genesee County. And our who we serve and our geographic location kind of uh, changed and modified to those not only in education and health care, but also across five counties. So... Um, in 2018, we went through just a rebrand. It was simply a name change. We're still the same place. But so is a form of the word social, and Vita is the Latin word for life, because at the credit union, we celebrate those who bring life to the community. And we believe that those in the fields of education and healthcare are really who are bringing that life to our communities. Wow, that's it. that's fascinating. Um Yvonne, with the uh, with the changes that you've um, made to sort of deal with the the fact that we've been under pandemic, are you expecting um, a larger turnout? And how do you find out where to mail to? Um, because it seems to me I remember us talking about this before that um, that that teachers in various schools around the area were submitting um or or we're helping with the recruiting process yeah that that was the big that was the big push in previous years so this year we're still reaching out to the schools tom because that's that's a good question there are some students who are in school virtually there are some students who are in school uh as they are looking at whether they are uh uh it's almost like being dual enrolled because they're, they're, they're going virtually or they're online. They are also, uh, some of them are in school a couple of days a week. So there, have, there are various opportunities for them in that way. But there's a lot of social media this year. So we've got a good social media contact. But we also have community health workers in, in all of the Flint community schools, plus several of the charter schools. We're, mailing, we're emailing to different agencies and organizations and saying to them, help us get the word out. We're also now reaching out more to the churches this year and saying, help us get the word out in your churches. So every, every avenue we can to get this word out, whether it's social media, uh, all of the online presence, as you know, a radio, uh, to get this word out. We've even had the chambers put the um, information about the the contest into their chamber information so we're doing as much as we can to get the word out because we do want the, the elementary students fifth and sixth grade to know that there are awards associated with it for their essays if they write that essay uh, and it's only a few hundred words for the the, the uh, elementary school students and then uh, then for the high school students we're looking for them to write a little bit more uh, but there are awards that are being given to the students. And we've also added a little incentive for the teachers uh, that support getting uh, the students in. So there, there are, are ways that we're doing this. And, of course, they can still send information into the health plan. As was always, they can give uh, Sharika Finkley, who is the team lead for our community health workers, is also available at 232 
810-232-7740. Again, that's 810-232-7740, extension 217, to answer any questions or to, to assist with that. They can um, also email. They, they can email, since we have the, the pandemic, they can email their submissions directly to the health plan at health plan at county health plan, excuse me, health heritage at countyhealthplans.org. So we tried to make every possible opportunity available for the students, the teachers, and the parents and anyone supporting them to get them the information and to get their essay submitted. We've extended the time. Last year it was just one month, the month of, of February, but this year it will go until March 31st. March 31st. So students still have time. Parents still have time to encourage their students to write for the essay. And and the 31st is when the essay has to be received by? Yes. Uh, the essay should be submitted by, by March 31st. Um, how many submissions are there typically? Oh my goodness. You said um, last year there were more. Last year we had almost, I think we had almost 100 submissions, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't have that number exactly in my head, but, but we've, we've had significant increase in the number of submissions last year. So this year we're, we're looking for, you know, we're looking for 100 or, or more submissions for the contest. Do you think because of uh, people still being uh, uh, to uh, a large degree stuck at home that, that maybe there'll be even more participation this year? We, we really hope so, that it'll give, you know, the parents and the teachers. So something really interesting about this, Tom, is that we always talk in our community, and we hear even more now in the midst of COVID about these health disparities and the impact sure. of the various health issues. And so this will be a great opportunity for our families to have a conversation around their the, the history of their health and even how COVID has impacted it. And for our students, what do we do differently? How is, how is having to stay at home as a result of COVID affected their health and that of their families? And then to think for them, what would they do differently? You know, we can learn so much from children, and we have learned some amazing things from children during these essay uh, reviews how they think about what's happening, and I'll say in the world, their world, how what adults are doing affects them. And then in their brilliant little mind, what will they do differently so the outcome that we're seeing today can be different? So we, I thank you for allowing us to be here on your show because we're trying to reach families, actually families, all over Genesee County. Even though this is for children, it really will affect, affect all of us. Well, this is a great project, and, and I and I want to talk with both of you some more, um, but I have a break coming up. Can you stick around for a few minutes and we can talk some more? Sure, absolutely. All right. My guests are uh, Yvonne um, Lewis, Director of Outreach for Genesee Health Plan, and Jen Shu, Marketing Director for Sovita Credit Union. And we're going to take a short break and... Uh, let our broadcast partners squeeze in a few words or do whatever they do. If you're streaming us, we Hello, have some I messages care, as well. It's me, Tigger, T-I-double-G-R, that spells Tigger. And don't forget to remember to listen to Tom Sumner program on account of because he's so bouncy. <laughs> 
I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Wearing a mask helps prevent the spread of COVID-19. Wear your mask correctly. Wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds before putting on your mask. Holding the ear loops or ties, make sure the mask covers your nose and mouth and secure it around your chin. Try to fit it snugly against the sides of your face. Make sure you can breathe easily and keep the mask on the entire time you're in public. To learn more, visit cdc.gov coronavirus. The Tom Sumner Program plays host to the best political roundtable on radio every Wednesday from 10 a.m. to noon. Armchair Politics features great commentary and analysis about the headlines from local, state, and national politics with an alumni of world-class pundits, plus quotes, tweets, and those weird and wacky stories we call the X-Files. If it's Wednesday, catch Armchair Politics on the Tom Sumner Program. East Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. MTA Flint is nationally recognized for continually seeking to provide sustainable, reliable, and cost-efficient transportation for individuals throughout the region. Through work-related and non-emergency medical transportation and your ride services, MTA is moving people with future and alternative fuel technologies. More information about MTA Flint and specialized services is available at mtaflint.org. Imagine a journey down a picturesque river. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. Technical assistance for the Tom Sumner Program is provided by Swiftlet Technology, engineering and IT services at swiftlet.technology. TomSumnerProgram.com TomSumnerProgram.com
Congressman Dan Kildee, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. And welcome back, everybody. We continue my conversation about this year's uh, uh, heritage, or Health Heritage Essay and Scholarship Contest, uh, sponsored by Genesee Health Plan and um, uh, sponsored by uh, Sovita Credit Union. And we have uh, from Genesee Health Plan, Yvonne Lewis, and from Sovita Credit Union, Jen Shu, joining me by phone. Hey, welcome back to both of you. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Um, just before the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, how many people uh, you expect to participate in this. Um, I, and I guess I'll ask Jen this. Um, you haven't been recruited to pick out the winners, have you? Well, no, because that would be an almost impossible uh, <laughs> <laughs> task. We, you know, as part of the um, being involved in this, we do get to read um, when they get down to the final submissions. And we just have some really amazing students in this community and some really amazing stories that we get to read. And it's really just an honor to be a part of it. Yvonne, how does that process work? Who who has, is tackled with reading this, these volumes of, of uh, essays that are submitted? And how, how can they possibly figure out which ones are the best? Yeah, Tom, that, that's a good question. So we do have some criteria. So each student has to write an essay that what we always say is very legible, and, and hopefully they are uh, typing the essays. So we're looking for the, the essays from the elementary school students. They must be 200 to 300 word, 350 words. That gives us a criteria. We're asking them for some specific details in their essay, like who they uh, talk with, and what they learned, and what the outcomes are. So there's some there's some uh, you know some measures that we use. But the team is a, a combination of individuals that are uh, some of our outreach community health workers, and we invite others in to help us review those essays and sort of narrow them down to some of the the um, the, the top essays that will be used for the actual final uh, scholarships and and awards. And then we take those to some uh, another tier. So there's three, two, two processes that they go through in order to reach um, that final selection space. So, you know, it starts off with them actually reading the instructions and following those guidelines. Is there criteria about what they can write about? And, yeah, and what the, kinds of things do they write about? Yeah, so, so that's a good question, Tom. We give them some suggestions for what they can write about. And first and foremost is to tell us a little bit about their family's health history. What did they learn from actually talking to an older family member, a mother, a father, grandmother, aunt, or uncle, and what kind of patterns did they see? We also ask them to talk about, you know, just to do a little bit of research. Did they did they know anything about this this uh family concern, if it was one or two before they had the conversation with their family. And then we do say, so how, what else do they know as far as in their mind, how it relates to all of the things that we've experienced this year, particularly 2020 uh, around COVID, as I mentioned before, but the impact of social justice and health and racial equity. Now, sometimes we think those are difficult terms for children. But they really know a lot more about this, and they really than a lot of us think because they've actually been exposed to radio, TV, and all the things that are going on in the community. 
So we give them those those broad suggestions and then let them uh, run with it. Do you think a lot of uh, a lot of the the essays that you get in will um, revolve around to some degree the uh, the pandemic and what we've been going through this last year? I, I think so because even in the previous years, we've seen students I- include some things about the water crisis as an example. Sure. So I think our students are are, are very um, they're, they're very good at integrating or including some of their personal experiences. Um, in the environment, if you what's going on in our community, it, with what they are experiencing in their family, and ultimately, especially when we get to the older students, what it means to their futures and how they can see the world differently if some changes are made. Um, and Jen, you got involved um, last year. Do you remember some of the uh, some of the essays that that you had a chance to read, and and how did how did they hit you? I I know overall you thought they were really interesting and and brilliant, but were there were there stories that stood out to you? You know, um, a couple of them really did because. Um, these kids opened up not only about learning about their health history, but maybe some health struggles that they have specifically and how that has um, shaped their lives. And one in particular I can think of um, without being too specific about her situation was um, one of the scholarship recipients and the challenges that she's faced throughout her entire life with health and the reason she's going into the healthcare field. And it was just really, um, something to read about these conversations that they not only had with their families, but in some instances, the student themselves were struggling with a health challenge as well. Interesting. And how they handle that. So. And you said you got involved. You Mm -hmm. got, um, so Vita got involved with this last year for the first time, but this is the, the sixth annual, if I got that right, Yvonne. Yes. The sixth annual essay contest. Yes. Now, the scholarship, is that, are the scholarships separate from the essay contest, or are, uh, is that considered, like, the top prizes? Yes, they are, they are separate because all students fifth through 12th grade can write for the essay. Um, so it's, it's just, it's for the essay, if the students is really looking at um, having this conversation and, and, and writing about it. It's, of course, you know, there are some awards for high schools because they're asked to write over a thousand words. Um, their first place is like four hundred dollars for a gift card and second place is two hundred dollars. So it's 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 um it's really an opportunity them to add an incentive to their learning process but also to express themselves and one of the reasons uh, that we did it early on too, um six years ago is it would allow it allows the, the particularly in science and English classes, an opportunity for the teachers to give an assignment to the students that would really be directed. And so it helped with their writing skills. It also helped with their, their investigation, if you will, skills, and also helped them with, with their communication skills. So there was some value in it for the, high, for, the, for the students, for just the essay contest. But when we thought about it a little bit further four years ago, we have a big gap, and, and, and Tom, you probably heard this before, we have a big gap in the number of people that are going into healthcare careers, particularly 
from our ethnic and minority groups, and even in some cases, in some particular areas for women. And so we thought, what, how wonderful would it be if we could use this as an opportunity to encourage our high school students, seniors particularly, to think about a healthcare career and offer a scholarship that would support that. And that's how we got to the scholarship contest uh, four years ago. Actually, we're, we're thankful for the sponsorship because we first, first started off with a small, a nice little a $500 scholarship just one, and over the years, particularly with Sovita's participation, we've been able now to expand that to two scholarships for $1,500. And so these students, particularly for the scholarships, are seniors who have decided that they wanted to engage, wanted to pursue a healthcare career. And as, as Jen just mentioned, uh, the student, one of the students from last year, after really thinking about the essay and their own personal experience that this is an opportunity for me, based upon my experience in having health challenges, to work in an area that would improve what I've experienced and also help others. And that's the kind of thing that we're looking to encourage, inspire, and support. Are there different categories um, age-wise and, and different rewards at those different levels? How many prizes do you give out and all? Yes. Uh, thank you for that, Tom. For there are two uh, prizes or awards for each category. Again, the elementary category is grades five through six. Students who write those essays for elementary school grades five through six, they're writing a 200 to 350-word 200, essay. First place gift card at $200 and the second place at $100. And the teacher who has the most students in their classroom that write for the essay will actually get a $300 award to support what they're doing in their classroom. When we get to the middle school and, high, and junior high school, those students are asked to write an essay of 350 words or to 500 words, and all very well handwritten types. Uh, their first place is $200 gift card and a second place $200 gift card, and again, an award for the teacher of $300. For the high school students, we're asking them to do a little bit more work. Their essay must be typewritten, and they're asked to write uh, 700, 500 to 750 words, and that gift card for that larger essay would be $400, $200 for second place. And the teacher in the high school that encourages and gets the most entries will receive a $500 award for those entries. So it is, uh, we're trying to motivate them a little bit with a financial incentive. But, Tom, what we recognize is the incentive that they will receive in learning about their families, their history, and making a decision about uh, where they will go with their career. Because some of them start uh, thinking about it in middle school and high school. If we can motivate that, it could change the course of their experience and give them some direction for where they might think about a future. And where can um, people find out um, more about this uh, about this contest? Well, again, they can go on the GeneseeHealthPlan.org website. That's www.GeneseeHealthPlan.org. And when they go on, they can look at 2020 essay contest. It'll it'll be opportunity there for them to see. Or they can call Sharika. Finkley at Genesee Health Plan at 810-232-7740. 
extension 217. If they don't remember, just call the health plan. They'll, they'll get you right to Sharika. And, of course, they can email directly to the health heritage at countyhealthplans.org uh, email address and get information as well. Uh, the health plan, the, even though we've been um, uh, not fully open to the public during the pandemic, we do have someone always answering the phone. We have a partial staff in the office. Not only they help with the essay contest, but any health care coverage need that a community member might have. Um, Jen, as you might imagine, I'm always fascinated by why uh, businesses and organizations uh, sponsor different events and, and activities. Um, what is it about this event that makes it a good fit for Sovita? Well, you know, that's a great question, Tom. We really focus on um, supporting the fields of education and healthcare in our area. And this is such a great program because it not only involves working with the schools and with the teachers and with administrators and everybody, you know, on that side of it, but it's also about health and going into healthcare and your health history. And they're both just such important parts of our community that we just felt it was a really great fit for Sovita to partner with um, the Genesee Health Plan. What are some of the other um, community activities that, that Sovita uh, supports in, in, uh, uh, partners with? Sure. Um, you know, throughout the year, there's several uh, local events that um, we partner, we partner with some of the education um, institutions, some of the healthcare foundations, specifically, um, we have a Healing Hands 5k race coming up that benefits the Genesee County Free Medical Clinic. Um, some of the other um, events we've been kind of limited on events in the last year because of the pandemic well sure but we've been working specifically to find programs within hospitals and schools and healthcare facilities um, that need a boost we also have the yes to people um, classroom giveaway every fall right before school starts and this year we were able to give away uh, 50 $100 grants to educators across Genesee and Lapeer County well, I thought I'd give you a chance to plug a few of those things, Jen, because I, I talk with Genesee Health Plan a lot, but I don't I don't get to talk to you very often from Sovita and talk about what Sovita does and, and the role they play. Yvonne, um and, and really this question is for both of you. How how have you fared? Um have you been working remotely uh over the last year since we last spoke and and, and how has that been working for you? Well, for, for us, Jim, um, excuse me, Tom, at the Tennessee Health Plan, we have been um, doing kind of partial. We were shut down for about 30 days with only a small crew in the office, and we've been gradually opening up. All of our staff have been able to continue to work remotely to make sure that we respond to the participants uh, in our program, in our plan needs. Uh, one of the things that we actually did was extended the, the, the enrollment period so people didn't have to worry about their plan uh, not being uh, open, available to them during that re-enrollment process. So that's been in place. Uh, I've, I've worked both from home and going into the office a couple of days a week periodically to just be sure that things are rolling along well. But we've been able to do uh, a continue to keep the, the health plan moving forward. 
it has been a challenge for some of our outreach events because we are we are a hands-on organization. That was the, the reason I uh, was a part of the health plan initially as the director of outreach to get out there and find those families and individuals who did not know about the health plan, understand health care coverage, so we could get them enrolled. So uh, right now we're in the middle of a new open enrollment period. It was expanded for anyone who needs to, to get enrolled on the Affordable Care Act. They can still call us at the health plan for those services. For members in our community, maybe who have lost their jobs or in between jobs have lost health coverage that may qualify for the health plan, they can still call us, Tom, at 810-232-7740 because our goal is to make sure that no member of our county are without some form of health coverage. And Jen, how about you? Has uh, have you been working from home, and and how has that been? Um, yeah. So throughout the year, um, especially at the beginning, our staff um, was kind of both remote and uh, on site. Uh, we were keeping as many staff members socially distanced as we can, and still uh, maintaining service to our members because. Um, people still need to conduct financial transactions and stuff. So it's kind of been a real year of learning and helping people find ways that keep them safe, that they can still do all their business. So our drive throughs have been open the whole time. They have access to everything electronically, a lot of contact via email, telephone. Um, all of us are back in the office. Um, our lobbies are by appointment only right now just so we can, um, you know, safely distance people out. We reevaluate that each week. And yeah, so we've been able to maintain our levels of service and still take care of the financial needs that our members have. And Yvonne, we've been hearing a lot about the uh, rollout of the two and now three different vaccines for COVID 19. Um, has Genesee Health Plan been supporting or played any role in? helping to get COVID testing done, and and will you be playing any role in the uh, rollout of of these vaccines and making sure we get shots in people's arms? Yeah, Tom, that's another great question because we actually have been talking about that. As you know, every year the Genesee Health Plan is provided at the drive-through vaccine clinic for influenza. So we did the flu vaccine. We did two actually during uh, last year. And then we also had a drive-through testing opportunity for COVID. So there has been some conversation to, uh, about how the Genesee Health Plan, because we have those two wonderful bays that people can drive in and get, uh, not have to get out of their car at all to, to get these services. So there have been some conversations about how the health plan might play a role in that. And as you know, this has been a very, very challenging um, year for us to try to figure this all out. And right now, there's a conversation I'm kind of, uh, you know, where we're talking about what will happen with the vaccine rollout. And so I want to just take this opportunity and uh, appreciate you for asking this question to say to our community members that there are really some definite plans being put in place to ensure that there are multiple opportunities for the vaccine, um, for vaccine distribution and for people to get those vaccines. We know that people are very, very interested. However, right now, there are not as many vaccines available <laughs> to our community as people who want, to get the, who want to get the vaccine. So we encourage our residents to stay tuned, keep their ears open. 
when there's an opportunity to register, please register if you're interested in getting that vaccine. So when all of these sites are set up, you get the call, there will be some place for you to go when those vaccines are available. And how can people find out um, and keep track of, of what's going on at Genesee Health Plan? I know you've mentioned, as, and, and I want to talk a, a little bit, we've got about three and a half minutes left. Um, I, I want to go through the, the details of how people can find out more about the uh, contest that ends at the end of this month, um, which is the uh, Health Heritage Essay and Scholarship Contests uh, put on by Genesee Health Plan and, and sponsored by Sovita Credit Union, um, but also um, general information that people can find out about the uh, things going on at the Genesee Health Plan and, and how they can keep track of those things. Yeah, so Tom, it, our, our number is always open and available. And again, it's 810, the main number is 810-232-7740. Staff do have extensions. But if they call that main number, 810-232-7740, someone will respond to that call, and that will allow them, they can get in touch with our enrollment staff that's still working, our health navigators, and some of our other specialty programs that are available. Um, are, we're still getting that work done, and they can call our office at 232-7740. For those persons who are tech-savvy and love to go on the Internet, they can always go to our website, and that is www.geneseehealthplan, just the whole word spelled, the name spelled out, no spaces, geneseehealthplan.org. If, they, if they're, again, uh, some people really love the technology, just Google it, and you'll find us, and we will be, all the information about the programs and services that we offer will be available there. But I do encourage people, please give us a call. And and what about Sovita, Jen? Do you have uh, a a website where people can find out about the services you offer and the programs that you support and so on? Jen? Oh, sorry, I forgot to unmute. Um, <laughs> yes, absolutely. You can go out to sovitacu.org. Um, you can find information on our community page about some of the programs we support that are coming up, including the um, Health Heritage Essay and Scholarship Contest, or you can reach us at 810-720-8300. Well, I want to uh, wish all the best luck to the uh, um, the young people in our community that participate in this uh, essay writing contest and the scholarship uh, contest. But I also want to thank both of you for sharing this information and spending time with me this morning, sharing this information with our listeners, and uh, encourage you to keep up the good work. Thanks, Jen Shu from uh, Sovita Credit Union and Yvonne Lewis from Genesee Health Plan. Thank you both. Thank, thank you, Tom. All right. I appreciate you having us today. Take care. Yep. Bye-bye. Take care. And with that, we're going to take a short break. We have, uh, if you're listening to us on WFOV 92.1 FM, our voices radio in Flint. They are a broadcast service 
of the Flint Odyssey House Spectacle Productions and my friend Paul Herring. And we're going to let them squeeze a few words in or do whatever they do when we go to break. If you're streaming us at TomSumnerProgram.com, we have some messages as well. So don't touch that dial. Don't click that mouse. There's lots more of the Tom Sumner Program still to go. we got, well, we got a couple hours uh, left to go. So stay, stick around. Hi, this is Joe By from the Blue Hawaiians, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. If you are sick with COVID-19 or think you might have it, take steps to help protect other people from getting sick. Stay home except to get medical care. Call the doctor before visiting. Separate yourself from others who live with you. Wear a mask to protect others. Cover your coughs and sneezes with a tissue and clean your hands right away. Avoid sharing items with other people in your home. This includes things like towels and bedding. Be sure dishes are washed in hot water or the dishwasher before anyone else uses them. Stay aware of how you feel. If you start to have difficulty breathing or if you are worried about your health, call your doctor. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. Hey, this is Tom. Most of the music you hear on the Tom Sumner program is provided by local artists. Tune in Fridays for live music and conversation with some of the area's most talented singers, songwriters, and performers. Hi, this is Greg Nagy. Hey, this is Hoppa. Hi, this is Joe By from the Blue Lions. Hi, this is Alexander Zonjic. Hi, this is Mark Farner. This is Maurice Davis. Hi, this is Rochelle Ray. Hi there, folks. This is Sweet Willie T. Hey, this is Steve from the Nashville office. I'm Gwen Pennyman Hemphill. The Tom Sumner Program, celebrating the rich talent pool from Flint, Genesee County, and throughout Michigan. children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing! Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air, where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums, where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses. 
and where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County, where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at michigan.org. Tom Sumner, program.com. Tom Sumner, program.com. Hey, this is First Ward City Councilman Eric Mays, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. The doctor was looking at the x-ray and I asked him, what do you see? And he kept on looking at the x-ray as he said in French to me, I see bones, I see gizzards and bones and a few kidney stones. Among the lovely bones I see hips And fourteen paper clips Three asparagus tips Among the lovely bones I see things in your peritoneum That belong in the British I see your spine And your spine looks divine It's exactly like mine Now doesn't that seem strange? And in case You use pay telephones There's two dollars in change Among your lovely bones This x-ray. It's really remarkable. Isn't the lumbar vertebrae supposed to be connected to the clavicle? Well, I know, but it's scotch tape. Hey, look what's in there. Look at that. It's a stamp. It's a 1922 McKinley Ultramarine Blue. Within perfect perforations, I've got to get that out and put it in my collection. Look in there, there's printing. What does it say in there? U.S. Certified Grade A. Look at this, it's fascinating. See those little round things? You know what those are? Those are M&Ms. Those people are right, they don't melt. Among the love, we born. 
This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program.
spite of a warning voice that comes in the night and repeats and it shouts in my ear. Don't you Program, don't you know? Go on, go on, get out of here. 